Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Do Not My Words Do Good to Him That Walketh Uprightly. It shall be focused on a study of Micah chapter 2. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Your Word. As we listen to it today, may the portion that's allotted to us to nourish us today take preeminence in our lives and uproot all evil and bring us right back to where, Lord, You would like us to stand and place our feet on solid ground. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Micah chapter 2. Chapter 2 Woe to them that devise iniquity, and work evil upon their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it, because it is in the power of their hand. And they covet fields, and take them by violence, and houses, and take them away. So they oppress a man and his house, even a man and his heritage. Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, against this family do I devise an evil from which ye shall not remove your necks, neither shall ye go haughtily, for this time is evil. In that day shall one take up a parable against you, and lament with a doleful lamentation, and say, We be utterly spoiled, he hath changed the portion of my people. How hath he removed it from me? Turning away he hath divided our fields. Therefore thou shalt have none that shall cast a cord by lot in the congregation of the Lord. Prophesy ye not, say they to them that prophesy. They shall not prophesy to them, that they shall not take shame. O thou that art named the house of Jacob, is the spirit of the Lord straightened? Are these his doings? Do not my words do good to him that walketh uprightly? Even of late my people is risen up as an enemy. Ye pull off the robe with the garment from them that pass by securely as men averse from war. The women of my people have ye cast out from their pleasant houses. From their children have ye taken away my glory forever. Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest, because it is polluted. It shall destroy you, even with a sore destruction. If a man walking in the spirit and falsehood do lie, saying, I will prophesy unto thee of wine and of strong drink. He shall even be the prophet of this people. I will surely assemble, O Jacob, all of thee. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. I will put them together as the sheep of Basra, as the flock in the midst of their fold. They shall make great noise by reason of the multitude of men. The breaker is come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate, and are gone out by it and their king shall pass before them, and the Lord on the head of them. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Brenham, titled, As the Eagle Stares Her Nest and Fluttereth Over Her Young. This message was preached in 1958 on March the 16th. We'll begin at paragraph 41 up to paragraph 47. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. If there ever was a time that Mama Eagle is sitting on the Pentecostal nest, it's today. There's too many loose feathers in the Pentecostal church. 
Oh, yes. You women, propping off your hair. That's not right. The Bible said that it's wrong. And get out on the afternoon and put them little bitty old short clothes on to mow the yard. It's wrong. It's a sin in the sight of God to do that. And you say, no, I don't wear shorts. I wear slacks. The Bible said a woman that will put on a garment that pertains to a man is an abomination in the sight of God. God doesn't change. Too many loose feathers in the Pentecostal church. She's not ready to fly away yet. Used to be it was wrong for holiness women and women of the church to wear manicure or that stuff you put on your mouth and face. But you can't tell one from the other. What's the matter? Too many loose feathers. You know that's the truth. That might make you sick. Mama used to, we was raised up here in the mountains. We had to take old meat skins and broil them out and get the grease to make our corn, pone, black-eyed peas, breakfast, dinner, and supper. And every Saturday night, we'd have to take a dose of castor oil before we go back to school for Monday morning. I remember that as well. And I've touched so much of that stuff, I can't stand to smell it yet. And every time I start the mama, I start holding my nose. I said, Mama, it makes me so sick. She said, if it don't make you sick, it don't do you any good. So that's the way it is today. If old time Bible teaching and preaching don't make you sick, it don't do you no good. It stirs up your spiritual gastronomics. That's true. Oh, yes. And you women, it belongs to the church, Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Nazarene, Pilgrim Holiness. You'll stay home on Wednesday night to hear this ungodly thing of we love Susie or ever what that is instead of going to prayer meeting. And listen to that rascal, uh, excuse me for saying it, Arthur Godfrey, Elvis Presley, and all of those ungodly things which is unbecoming to the church. You know that's right. Then you wonder why we can't take a flight. You wonder why God can't restore the gifts in the church. How he ain't got nothing to restore to you. Too many loose feathers. Too many loose preachers. That won't preach the truth about us. Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal too. We need old-fashioned, God-sent revival and the Bible, Holy Ghost, back into the church that cleans you from your soul outwardly. You say, I don't wear them things, lady. Or Brother Brandon. I don't wear them little short things. Look how you do wear them. Women going down the street with these little old sexy looking clothes on. You know what you're going to do? You're going to answer at the day of judgment for committing adultery. The Bible said, Whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already. What if you dressed yourself like that? You might be as pure as a lily to your husband. But if that sinner looks upon you to lust after you when he answers for adultery, you are the guilty one who made him good. You might not love me after this, but the judgment bar, I don't want to be popular. I want to be honest. Well, you say, Brother Branham, they don't sell any other kind of clothes, but they still sell sewing machines and goods. So there's no need of trying to get out of it. 
That's truth. Well, you say you're picking on us women. All right. Mister, here you are. A man that'll let his wife put on a pair of those clothes and get on the streets or smoke a cigarette, that shows what he's made out of. There's not much man to him. That's exactly right. Oh, the whole church needs a good old-fashioned tanning out. We've trusted too much in dancing. Trusting too much in clapping our hands. I like that. Shouting, speaking with tongues and running over the floor. That's good. I endorse every bit of it. I believe everything God wrote in the Bible is the truth. But brother, if we don't live the life to compare with what we're doing, we better stop doing it till we get the right kind of spirit. That's right. The tree's known by the fruit it bears. Now that's true, friend. What does the mother say? I don't like them little pin feathers. Let's get them out. And she turns that little eagle around. And she takes that big wings and begins to thrash it. And brother, when that wind of them wings hits them little loose feathers, feathers fly every way. And when the church gets itself together and bows its face in shame as them little eagles squat down, I tell you, there comes a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind and it cleans out the church, every bit of it. It takes all the whirliness out of it. All the pin feathers out. All the loose feathers out. Well, if she put that little eagle out on its flight with them feathers in it, it'd break its neck. If the church under the conditions today tried to make a flight into great gifts and things, you've had a lot of fanaticism. I'm thankful it hasn't struck this country yet. This is a virgin territory. Ministers, I charge you in Jesus' name to watch that stuff. All kinds of little isms and sensations. Nothing will ever take the place of the Bible. Right. Stay on God's Word. Don't you leave it. Stay there. Now, they get around with all kinds of things and call themselves Christians, believers. Got two. I don't say you're not a believer. The chicken is a bird too. But he's never been nowhere. He ain't got feathers enough to take him up there. And if he did, they would break his neck. You take an old rooster up with the eagle and drop him out of a plane one time. What if the eagle took him up there and shoved him off? He'd disintegrate in the air. That's why some of these old crowing roosters around that says the days of miracles is past and so forth. They know nothing about the power of God. Jesus said they didn't. Educated in the barnyard. They know nothing about the heavenlies where you have to trust God alone. Amen. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the ministry of a prophet that You sent to us, which You likened Your prophet unto eagles and foretelling us of the future that's coming and how, Father, You stared the nest. And even during these times of uncertainty, we hold on to Your unchanging hand. We pray, Father, may we continue to follow Thy leadership and not our own. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. 
to make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Sinners, we will love.